So, funny story. I got towards the end of the month of June, and I thought that I had lost this audio of the June class that I wanted to post for you all. I looked everywhere for it. I thought I must have accidentally deleted it. <laughs> and so um, to make up for it, I posted uh, the July class super early, like within the first couple of days of the month, because I thought, well, this will like maybe make up for the fact <laughs> that I lost the June recording. Um, but I found the June recording uh, this uh, this morning. So um, I'm going to post this. It's going to be in the wrong order according to the Jivamukti focuses of the month because um, this one was supposed to be posted in June for Brahmacharya and then July was supposed to be Parigraha. But you're going to get them in reverse order. I hope that doesn't throw you off too much, but I've decided to just post it anyhow, even though um, even though it's not in the right order. <laughs> so um, here is your class. Thanks, everybody. I must not be seeing correctly. <laughs> Hi. Sorry, I'm just, just, I'm just having a bit of a emotional moment seeing everyone together in the same room. Can you imagine? Do it together. It's pretty, it's pretty forward. Oh, 
the name for the second chakra in the chakra system is Swadhisthana, which means her favorite standing place, referring to the goddess. And although, although Saraswati is said to um, be the thread through our entire spiritual practice and the whole of the spiritual practice itself, meaning um, she is the one that guides the spiritual seeker even from the very beginning of having the desire to study or to do yoga. And she also manifests, well, the other name for Sar or one of the billion infinite names is Vach, which literally means speech or sound or the word. Um, so she joins us in speech and word, reading, writing, speaking, singing. And um, also at the third eye course for wisdom and insight. And so she travels with us through the whole spiritual journey. Um, I think about trees a lot. And I think about the difference between, oh, well, hang on, hold the phone. Let me back up. We are going to work on some hip work today, but not for a second chakra, but not maybe in the way that you might be imagining already in your mind. Oftentimes when we think of taking a hip opening class, we're, we, we're sort of, or I don't know about you, but I sort of have in mind hip mobility and hip flexibility. Today, we're gonna work a little bit on the strengthening component. And this is where my thought about trees comes in. <laughs> I have a tree in my backyard and I, I want to grow a vine around it. Not, not like ivy, which sticks in the tree and it um, could be potentially a bit harmful for the tree, but a vine that will just kind of be wrapped around the tree. It doesn't hurt the tree at all, just in case you're wondering. So trees have all evolved to have these very stable trunks, which allow the tree to grow more upwardly towards the light. And the structures within the tree trunk allow it to draw water up the tree trunk towards the leaves and branches. Vines, on the other hand, have evolved to be very flexible, <laughs> right? You have long, skinny vine, and they can grow up to like several feet in a day. So they grow fast and they grow kind of everywhere. In fact, I have a little bit of trouble with connecting my vine to my tree because the minute it's long enough to kind of start to wrap it around the tree, invariably I come the next day and it has either sort of broken off a little bit so now it's too short again, or it has, the wind has maybe knocked it onto the floor and it's just 
finding its way across the floor. Now, I'm not, I don't want any part of what I'm saying to be taken as vines are less good than trees. Vines are wonderful and beautiful, but they have the ability to just kind of go with the flow. They can grow across the floor, they can grow up the tree. If they don't have something to grow onto, they'll still keep growing in whichever direction. And that's beautiful and miraculous. But as yogis, I think we are interested more in the tree because we are interested in drawing the energy up through the energy centers, going towards, more towards the light and more towards the source. So let's come tree-like, <laughs> come forward onto hands and knees, and we'll press back into downward facing dog. So we do, you know, yeah, yeah, that's Oh, Rima, is there, um, there's like a little bit of trouble with the audio. Oh, yes. What should be? Oh, oh. What mic do you have? Sorry. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> you, can, you can give back the sound. Okay. If you're in downward dog, walk your feet forward towards your hands. Just let me repeat a little bit more. Hi. Hi. Yes, I'll touch back on what I've said um, throughout the class. It's so good to see everyone. Thank you for being here. I didn't realize it either. No, it's my fault. Okay, back to our regularly scheduled program. Walk the feet back to downward facing dog. I just didn't want to leave you there too long. <laughs> Inhale, come forward into a plank. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin down to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit all the way back towards the feet, and then extend the legs downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank. Again, exhale the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. This time, slide the elbows forward so that you're propped up on your forearms for a sphinx. And then bring the right knee to the side, placing right foot against left inner leg, almost like a tree pose, but on our um, face. Now, see if, you can, uh, see if you can lift the right knee away from the floor. It doesn't have to be high. Indeed, it probably won't be. Lift as high as you're able to and sort of squeeze at the top there, and then slowly release down. Okay. 
I acknowledge that this does take some sort of abdominal work as well to accomplish, but try to settle your mind into the hip strength, that side hip area that we're using to lift up. So again, lift the right knee up, hold it for a moment, maybe squeeze it a little bit harder at the top, and then slowly release down. Let's do three more like that. Lift, hold, and slowly release down. Oh, okay. Lift, hold, slowly release down. Lift, hold, and slowly release. Lengthen the right leg back, bend the left knee to the side. Pushing into the elbows and forearms. Oh, one more thing to watch out for. It might be tempting to lift the foot higher than the knee. Try not to let that happen. Try to lift the knee higher than the foot or at least same level of the foot if the foot is lifting up. And release down. But four more times. Lift, hold, release, lift, hold, release. Two more. Lift. And release. Last one. Good. Lengthen both legs back behind you. Slide the hands back to frame your chest. Inhale, upward facing dog. Pull the chest forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Soften the knees. Start to walk the feet forward towards the hands, folding forward over the legs. Heel to the feet wide. Take the feet all the way out to the width of the mat or so. Bend the knees. Come into a deep squatting position with the hands in prayer at the center of the chest. In a moment, don't do it yet. Let me describe the action first. In a moment, we're going to take the elbows out from the inner knees. Don't do it yet. What might be happening is we might be using a lot of our arm strength to sort of keep the knees apart, but we want to connect with the hip strength that would allow us to keep the knees in the position they're at right now. Ready? Okay. So try to keep the knees in their direction and reach the arms up. Good. Hold. Keep squeezing those side hip muscles. Hold. Ooh. There's a fire burning. Hold. <laughs> Hold. Good. And then inhale, stand all the way up, reach the arms up. Exhale, release the arms. So there's also a way to come into that squat where we're activating and sort of prioritizing the strength of the hips. So oftentimes, even for myself, I come into squat and then I sort of rely on the arm strength to do the action for me. So from right where you are, gauge where the feet are pointing in space, and we want to track the knees approximately the same direction as best as possible. So think about firing up those side hip muscles that we just warmed up on the floor. <laughs> Reach the arms up, and then do your best to track your knees over your toes using those... Yes, welcome to ballet class. This isn't the only moment, by the way, where it will feel a little like a ballet class. Good. Hands together. Keep firing up those hip muscles. Think about pushing a little bit more energy into the pinky toe edge of the foot so that ideally you have even 
weight between the inner edge and pinky toe edge of the foot. Good, hands down to the floor, raise the hips up, fold forward. Heel toe the feet all the way together. Bring the hands onto the waist. With your inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, release the arms. Good, feet together, arms alongside the body. Sun salutations, here we go. Inhale, reach the arms all the way overhead. Hands pressed together, look upwards. Exhale, fold forward over both legs, hands to the floor beside the feet. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop, step, or walk back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees and look forward. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up. Exhale, release arms. Again, inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, prepare. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward face. Exhale, downward face. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Breathe in. Breathe out. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Breathe in. And breathe out, bend the knees, look forward. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale to fold. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms all the way up. Exhale, release the arms. One more time. Inhale, reach up, prayer hands touch. Exhale, fold forward, hands touch the earth. Inhale, halfway lift to prepare. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward face. Exhale, downward face. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Inhale. Exhale. Four. Inhale. Exhale, bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms all the way up. Exhale, release the arms. Inhale, hook thumbs, reach arms up and arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together, fold forward. Inhale, hands to the floor, step the right foot back to lunge, look forward. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, urdhva mukha shonasana. Exhale, adho mukha shonasana. Inhale to plank. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. 
Inhale, slide forward, cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, sit back towards the heels, then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, right foot steps forward between the hands, breathe in. Exhale, left foot next to right foot, fold forward, breathe all the way out. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, bend knees, swing arms behind, lace the hands together and fold. Inhale, hands down, step the left foot back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, plank. Exhale, knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward, Bhujangasana. Exhale, tuck the toes, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot next to left foot, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back. Exhale, stand tall, release the arms, Tadasana. Inhale, deeply bend the knees. Now reach the arms overhead, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, halfway lift. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, back heel down, reach arms up, warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor, step back, lower Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha move forward. Exhale, Adho Mukha Inhale, left foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands down, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha. Exhale, Adho Mukha. One more time, each side. Inhale, right foot steps forward, warrior one. Exhale, hands down, slowly bend the elbows. Inhale, move forward. Exhale, go back. Last times for now. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Reach all the way overhead. Exhale, hands to the floor. Bend the elbows straight back. Inhale, pull the chest forward. Exhale, lift the hips up and back. Breathe. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale, two, inhale, exhale, three, inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, bend the knees, look forward, inhale, hop or step feet to hands, exhale, fold, Uttanasana. Inhale, deeply bend the knees, reach the arms up. Exhale, stand up, release the arms. Okay, now turn both feet out to the sides. Told you it wasn't the only time it would feel like a ballet class. <laughs> okay, turn them back in. Now, there's a way we want to avoid like turning one foot out and then using that foot pushing against the floor to turn the other foot out because that will put a lot of extra torque on the knees. So think about turning both feet out at the same time and they land where they land. Yeah, good. So let's go with that as our sort of organic turnout for today. Take your fingers and point your fingers. This is a little hard to describe, but let's see if we can do it. So it's not quite your glutes 
and it's not quite the bony part of your hips, but it's like somewhere in between those two points in the kind of side fleshy part of the hip, yeah? So where your fingers are pointing, just bring, like, see if you can bring your inner intention, attention and intention, sure, to that part of the hips that your fingers are pointing to. Now, cut the pinky toe edges of the feet so hard into the floor that maybe even the big toe sides of the feet start to lift up. And in the direction, your fingers won't actually be able to touch the muscles themselves, of course, but in the direction your fingers are pointing, do you feel an activation deep inside the hip there? Good, let it release. Sometimes it's easier to feel what's been happening when we release it, right? Okay, let's try that again. So pinky toes down, down, down into the floor, even so much that maybe even the big toes lift up. See if you can keep that side hip activation even as you place the inner edge of the foot back down, but keep that happening. Can, can it happen? Sort of, somewhat? Even if it isn't happening right now, that's okay. Just file it away for later. Okay, relax. Bring the feet together. Bend the right knee into the chest. Open the right knee out to the side and place the right foot against the left inner leg. Now, let's do this for today. Place the left hand on the front part of the hip and place the right hand on the inner knee. And imagine you wanna push those two points further apart from one another. So you're like trying to spread the front of the hip and the inner right leg, the inseam of the right leg. Can you feel those same little side hip muscles that we were just trying to activate a moment ago? Good, memorize it. <laughs> okay, point the right knee forward, hold on to the right shin, and then release, feet and legs together. Bend the left knee into the chest, open the left knee to the side, left foot against the right inner leg. Let's do same thing we did on the first side, right hand on the front of the hip, left hand to the inner knee. And again, imagine you're trying to kind of spread your hands farther apart from one another, not only opening the front part of the body, but feeling those outer hips sort of wrap inwards towards each other. And let's also not confuse strength with rigidity, right? Even trees have some movement available to them and that's what makes them strong. Rigidity indeed makes us actually fragile because you're, it's easier to like bend a living branch than it is a dead branch, yeah? Okay, Tur uh, point the left knee forward. Place the left foot down, feet together. Bend the right knee into the chest again. Open the right knee out to the side. But now we're gonna kind of be, we're gonna kind of be the vine in the relationship. <laughs> so take your, lift your foot up just a little bit and you're gonna turn your, your right knee in, bend both knees and then swirl it open to the side. So you're simultaneously bending, turning in, and then as you turn out, you extend. Turn it in, turn it out to extend. Last one, turn it in, turn it out to extend. Amazing, point the right knee forward. Place the right foot down, good. Bend the left knee into the chest. Open the left knee just like a tree pose so you can start even with the foot against the inner leg. Hands can be wherever you like, hands in prayer or hands on your waist as you like. Lift your foot just slightly off of your right leg 
And then you're going to turn the left leg in, bend both knees. And as you go to turn out again, extend. Again, turn it in. That's it. Turn it out. So viney. <laughs> turn it in. Turn it out. One more. Ooh. All right. Point that left knee forward. Grab hold of the front of the left shin and release. Feet together. Inhale. Bend the knees. Utkatasana. Reach up. Exhale, hands down to fold forward. Inhale, halfway lift, look forward. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg for a moment. Scoot the feet just a touch farther apart. And then exhale, re-bend the right knee for warrior two. Let's do the same thing we did in our tree pose. Take the right hand to the inner right knee, left hand to the front of the hip. See if you can push those two points apart from one another. Again, feeling that spreading across the front of the hips and the inseam of the right leg. See if you can find those outer hip muscles to squeeze together. And then once you've got it, reach the arms out to shoulder height. Good. Two. Breathe in. Breathe out. Good. Bend the front knee a little bit more. Breathe in. And breathe out. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm over the left ear for extended side angle. And look, even here, in order to get that inner right leg to open even more, see if you can wrap those outer hip muscles towards each other. Three. In fact, I dare say that all of the shapes where the hips are opening to the side, you could employ this little bit of strength here, yeah? Inhale, both hands touch down. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, straighten the left leg for a moment, scoot the feet a little bit wider. Exhale, bend the left knee. Again, left hand to inner left knee, right hand to right hip. And think about kind of pushing your hands apart from one another, spreading the inner leg, inner hip. And at the same time, the outer hips start to work. Good. Reach the arms out to shoulder height and breathe. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. With your inhale, straighten left leg. Exhale. Bend left knee. Place left hand outside of left foot. Right arm reaches over right ear, extended side angle. So again, if you can connect with the outer hips squeezing in towards each other to make the front of the body open, that's kind of the theme of today's class, actually. <laughs> Five, good. Inhale, both hands down, plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, uh, nope, don't do it yet. <laughs> okay, bring the feet together. 
feet together. Keep the left leg straight, but lift the left leg up and back behind you. Keep the hips squared to the floor for a moment. Flex the left foot hard. That's it. Now, as you turn the left toes open to the left side, again, feel those outer hips doing the squeezing that allows you to open the left hip to the left side. And even though the left foot isn't physically touching something, imagine that you want to cut the pinky toe edge of that foot into an imaginary surface of some sort. <laughs> Good. Turn to face the center, place the left foot to the floor. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten right leg. You know what to do. Activate those outer hips. Exhale, trikonasana. Right hand down. Right hand touching either the shin or the floor or block. Breathe in. Breathe out three. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in. Breathe out. With your inhale, stand all the way upright. Exhale, bend the right knee. Find a block with your right hand and hold the top surface of the block so it's as tall as possible. Left hand on your waist. Even though you're all so very advanced that I'm sure you know exactly where we're going with this, take it slow anyway. Let's all take it step by step together. So first, reach that block out to be 10 inches or so in front of your right foot. Take only a half step closer with the left foot, but the left foot is still grounded. Now, try not to let that right knee wiggle in towards the middle. As you push the right foot down and lift the left leg up, use the outer hip muscles that we've been working on all practice to draw the outer hips towards each other and, and have the pelvis facing as open to the side as possible. Left toes are flexing towards the wall we're facing, and your right foot, the one that's on the floor, see if you can press the pinky toe side of the foot down a little bit more effortfully. And even though the left leg isn't touching, left foot isn't touching something, pretend you're, you're uh, pushing the pinky toe edge of the foot into something. Okay, bend the right knee. Place the hands on the floor, face the floor. Step the left foot back, low lunge. Good, inhale, plank. Exhale, Chaturanga. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Inhale, step the left foot forward. Virabhadra. Oh, no, no. go back to downward dog. Thank you. <laughs> it's always the danger when you write a sequence like that is, is that you might forget. Okay, lift the right leg straight up and back behind you. Keep the hips squaring at this point. Yes. Flex the foot strongly and then start to turn the right toes to face the right side of the room and employ those strong, strong side hip muscles in order to make that happen. And even though your right foot isn't touching anything, imagine it is and cut the pinky toe edge of the foot into that imaginary thing a little harder. Okay, right foot down. Now left foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. <laughs> Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, straighten left leg. Exhale, reach to the left. Triko Nasana. Triangle. 
and you know, not to um, not to put too fine a point on it, but see if you can again connect with how that outer hip activation is play, um, playing a part in your trikonasana. Good. Inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee. Even though you definitely know where we're going now, take it slow anyway. So right hand, uh, left hand holds your block. Set your block 10 inches or so forward and just take a half a step closer with the right foot. So the tendency here is that if, if we aren't strong in the hips, the knee is going to fall in towards the big toe side of the foot and even the big toe side of the foot might try to roll in. Let's already, before we even start, let's push the pinky toe edge of the foot down strong into the floor. Keep guiding your knee to point the same direction as your foot, even as you straighten left leg and lift right leg parallel to floor. Right toes are flexing towards the wall we're facing. Uh, the outer hips are squeezing in, wrapping in towards each other. And even though the right foot isn't touching anything, you're kind of cutting the right foot, the right pinky toe side of the foot into the imaginary wall behind you. Good, bend the left knee, both hands to the floor. Step the right foot back, low lunge. Inhale, plank. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Oh, Helen Foster's here. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open hips and arms to the side. Inhale, place right hand to the instep side of right foot. Left arm reaches straight up. Extended side angle B. One, good. Two, press the right shoulder against the right leg. Good. That's it. Let's pull the chest back even more. Perfect. Five. Oh, hi. Oh, my goodness. Inhale, bring the left hand to the floor next to the right hand. Heel toe the right foot a little bit to the right side. You can lower the left knee down for a moment. Look forward. Thread the right arm as much underneath the right leg as you possibly can, and then bring the right hand to the opposite side of the right foot, the pinky toe side. Okay, now tuck the left toes under again, lift the left knee up. Start to raise the right heel up off the floor and then see if you can squeeze the right knee so hard into the right upper arm that the right foot can fly out to the right a little bit. Yeah, take the foot out to the side. Then bend your elbows for chaturanga elbows. Good. And lean so far forward that maybe the left toes lift. Now feel if you add a little bit of that outer hip strength, it will actually help the legs to levitate a bit more. Okay, good. Come down for a moment and rest. Yeah, rest for just a moment. <clears throat> if, if you're still working to lift the back leg up, if you're still working to lift the back leg up, I want to show a variation you have the option to do on the other side, okay? So <clears throat> the setup is pretty much the same. You'll thread the arm under the leg. Then before it's time to lift up, 
you're going to take the block and you're going to set the block under the fleshy part of the right thigh. Then the work is to get the left foot going out to the side, but then the, the block acts as like a fulcrum for the weight of the leg. So it helps me to lift the weight of the leg more up. So you're welcome to take that variation if you want to sort of feel that sense of like flight in it, um, but you're not quite getting that back leg up. Or you can try it just to try it. Yes, why not? So I'll call out the variation using the block, but totally optional, all right? Downward dog. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Happy Sunday. Inhale, step the left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Good. Exhale, open to the side. Inhale, place the left hand inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Don't worry, Lil Wayne's here to help us. Three, Lil. So. <laughs> Good. Inhale, right hand to the floor. Scoot the left foot a little to the left, and you can even set the right knee down for a moment while you get the arms set up. Thread the left arm all the way under the left leg. Left hand ends up on the other side of the foot. If you're using the block, now's the time to go ahead and set the block under the fleshy part of your right leg and let the leg rest on it. Good. Then start to kick your left foot out to the left side. I like to look to the left because it's a little too freaky to look straight down at the floor, in my opinion. <laughs> and then see if by activating those hip muscles, those same strong hip muscles we've been using, you can actually fly a little bit more. Okay, see, little Wayne did help. <laughs> when in doubt, you know? <laughs> okay, if you're still working on it, feel like you're coming to some sort of new understanding, please keep going. It's an old, oldie but a goodie. <laughs> um, if you're finished, come into Downward Dog. <gasps> Inhale, step the right foot forward between the hands. Exhale, lower the left knee down to touch the floor. Inhale, reach the arms up, get ready to twist. Exhale, hands to prayer. Twist to the right side. Hook left arm outside of right leg. You can stay there, or you have the option to lift the back knee up. Hold. One. Breathe in. Breathe out. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Three. Breathe in. Breathe out. Four. Inhale. Exhale, inhale, touch both hands to the floor. Exhale, tuck your left knee all the way to the outside of the right foot, coming to seated spinal twist. Inhale, left arm reaches up. Exhale, twisting to the right side. Good, breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Breathe in, breathe out, four, inhale, exhale, five, inhale, turn to face front, exhale, counter twist, inhale, turn to face front, set up for gomukhasana, so right knee over left knee, 
you can, yeah, you can come forward onto hands and knees to situate yourself. If this is causing drama in the knees, you can um, extend the bottom leg instead. So the more flexible your hips are, the farther you want to move your feet away from your hips. Then hold the tops of the feet with your hands. Now, you're not actually going to pull your feet back. They're not going to move. But you're going to use that resistance of pulling on the feet to sit up a little taller. And then use that same resistance of the hands pulling against the feet to start to go forward, reaching the tip of the chin out in front of the knees. Three. You know, one thing you can do. Build a castle with the blocks. Is you can lift your knees up higher to make your seat go down. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Good. Inhale, lift all the way upright. This time, slide the right shin over the left shin for ankle to knee, flexing both feet. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in. Breathe out. Two. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in, breathe out, in, exhale, inhale, lift all the way upright to a seated position, bend both knees into the chest, cross the ankles, make your way back to downward dog by any method you like, so if you want to move through your chaturanga, you're welcome to Good. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right knee touches down. Inhale, arms reach up. Exhaling, twisting to the left side. Hook right elbow outside of the left knee. Optional to lift the back knee up. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale, nice. Exhale, Inhale, exhale, four, inhale, exhale, inhale, both hands touch down, exhale, right knee crosses to the other side of the left foot, come to sit, preparing for seated spinal twist, inhale, reach right arm up, exhale, twist to the left side, look all the way over the left shoulder, inhale, exhale, one, inhale, Exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, facing front, exhale, counter twist, inhaling, turn to face front, we're going to stack up the knees, for Gomukhasana, left knee over right knee. And actually, you know, you bring up a really good point, which is that often, I, often at least I sort of instruct in a way that's protective of the knees and is sort of more geared towards if you're, if you're feeling not flexible enough, right? But for those of you that are more flexible in the hip and are having trouble keeping the seat down, keeping that strength, of the of the seat it can be good to lift the knees up 
a little bit and find a little height to the knees and that will actually allow you to keep the hips down as you go forward. Okay, so go ahead. Good, pulling on the tops of the feet to pull forward. Good. Is that a, a different experience for the hips? Yeah. Yes. Good. Lift all the way upright. Now slide the left shin over the right shin, ankle to knee. Can do the same thing if you're not, a block isn't the best one, but you could put a blanket under your legs. Ooh, and then go ahead, fold forward. Good, inhaling, lift all the way upright. Bend both knees into the chest. Make your way back, downward facing dog. You can move through chaturanga up dog if you like, or simply meet in down dog. Okay, knees to the floor. Forearm stand practice. If you would like to use a wall, please feel free to go find some wall space. We have plenty of room today. Uh, wherever you're setting up, just be mindful of neighbors that you won't um, physically disturb their practice. Yeah, good. No rush at all. If you would like to continue working on forearm stand, you're welcome to. When you kind of feel ready to move on, you could work on headstand. Thank you. 
Okay, start to make your way down, child's seat. Downward facing dog, Adhomukashvanasana. Inhale forward into plank. Exhale, lower knees, chest, chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, release the forehead or chin to the floor. You can keep the hands next to the chest, but slide the hands back like two centimeters. Squeeze the elbows towards each other. Press the hands straight down into the floor. Lift up head, chest, and legs. Shalabhasana. Good. Keep drawing the elbows back and towards each other. Three. Lengthen the legs. Point the toes assertively, <laughs> energetically. Good. Slowly release down. Bring the arms behind the back, interlocking the fingers together into one fist. Inhale, lift head, chest, arms, and legs. Shalabhasana variation. With your exhale, slowly release on down. Bend both knees. Reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up. Head, chest, knees for Dhanurasana. Good. Exhaling slowly, release on down. Again, bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. Inhale, lift on up, head, chest, and knees. Good. Exhale, release the hands either side of the chest. Inhale, lift forward and up into upward facing dog. Exhale, go back downward dog. Lift the heels high up. Bend the knees, look forward past the hands. Inhale, hop or walk all the way through to sit down and then lay down on the back. Feet on the floor, feet 
a little narrower than hip width distance apart. Arms alongside the body, lift hips, lower back, middle back, upper back away from the floor. Interlock the fingers behind the back, extending the arms. With, with your exhale, come down. Preparing for Urdhva Dhanurasana, place hands and feet. Otherwise, continue with the previous shape. Inhale, lift up, either of the two. Go ahead. One, two, three. Here's a place where you want the inner edge and outer edge of the feet to really be equally vividly pressing into the floor. Good, lift chin to chest, slowly release on down. Keep the feet grounded. Again, place hands and feet. Exhale a breath to compare, uh, to, to compare, what? To prepare. <laughs> Inhale, lift up. I speak for a living. <laughs> nice. Chin to the chest, slowly come down. Last time, place the hands in the feet. Inhale, lift on up. Exhale, come down. Hug the knees into the chest. Both knees to the left side. Look over the right shoulder. Bring the knees up to the center and knees over to the right side. Knees to the center. Take your block and put your block between your knees on the skinniest side. Lift the feet so that they're the height of the knees, so that the legs look, it almost looks like you're sitting in a chair, but 
the chair tipped on its back. Squeeze both knees in towards the block and then keep the left leg approximately the same. It might move a little, but keep it relatively still. Swing the right foot out to the right. Yes, so try to make distance between your right foot and your left foot. Keep squeezing the block and then come back to the center. Hmm, yeah, hips. <laughs> right leg out to the right. No, stay on the right side for now. Right leg out to the right side. When you feel like you're at the end of your range of motion, try to squeeze just a little bit more and then come back to the center three more times. <laughs> Knee to the uh, foot to the side, squeeze and come back to the center. Two more, right foot to right side. And last one. Good. Okay, do five to the left, but now you have the, you have kind of the tempo of it, so you can go on your own. So much of what we do in yoga practice often involves the external rotation of the hips, the ability to turn the hips outwardly. So this is working on the other one, the internal rotation. Okay, when you're finished, you're, you're even on both sides, put that block to the side, come all the way up to a seated position, straighten both legs forward out in front of you, flex feet, and then fold forward, reach for the feet. Paschimottanasana. Slowly come up to a seated position. Bend both knees into the chest. Open both knees to the sides, feet together. Hold on to feet or ankles. Come forward for Baddha Konasana. Lift upright to a seated position. Separate the feet a bit and take your block, set it between the feet on the widest setting, left to right. Now, let's take the hands out of the picture. In fact, we're going to lean back on the hands a little bit. You can either be on fingertips or palms of hands. Push the hands or fingertips into the floor in order to lift the chest. And now imagine that you're trying to drive the heels in towards each other through the center of the block, almost like you're just trying to crush that block between your heels. Don't stop the action of squeezing. Keep going. Keep that action happening. And then for the last five seconds, squeeze, squeeze twice as hard as you were before. Double your efforts. Delicious. 
relax for a moment. Turn the block to the medium setting. Heels pressing against the block, hands behind your back, lift your chest. Again, squeeze the heels in towards the midline. Squeeze, squeeze, squeeze. And then for the last five seconds, double your effort, squeeze twice as hard. And relax. Now turn the block to the skinniest side, the smallest setting. Hands behind you, lift the chest, push into the floor, squeeze the heels in towards the middle. Squeeze, squeeze. Last five seconds, you know what to do. Squeeze twice as hard. And relax. Move the block out to the side. Put the feet together, but wait. I know that there will be a temptation to pull the feet closer. It's okay, but I find I get a little bit better result if I push my seat closer to my feet. Yeah. So now, even though there's no block, no physical block between the feet, pretend that there's an invisible, dimensionless, paper-thin block between the feet. And the project is still to squeeze the heels in towards the middle so much that the outer legs start to activate. Go ahead, hold onto the feet or ankles and go forward again, Baddha Konasana. Now, if you are able to continue that action of pressing the heels together, the activation of the outer hips, the strength of the outer hips, hopefully is allowing us to move into a little bit more space. As opposed to sometimes how we usually come into this shape, which is just sort of draping forward over the legs. Not right or wrong, just a different aspect of the shape to experience for today. Lift all the way upright to a seated position. Keep the shape of the legs the same, but lay down on the back. You are welcome to stay in the Supta Baddha Konasana, or if you would like to practice shoulder stand, now would be the time. If you aren't sure why you would choose one or the other, or if you need help to set up for shoulder stand, let me know. I'm happy to help out. Thank you. 
Shoulder standers come into plow, halasana. Plow, roll slowly onto the back. And if you are practicing shoulder stand and plow, come into fish, matsyasana. If you didn't practice a shoulder stand, it's not necessary to do uh, matsyasana, but you can. into the chest, knees on down. If you're in uh, Supta Baddha Konasana, draw the knees together. Everybody bend the knees into the chest, roll to one side and come on up to a seated position. Don't worry, you will have Shavasana too. Set up a seat for meditation practice. Once you have your seat, be still. Tension is on the process of breathing. But try to kind of untangle yourself from being the person doing the breathing. Rather, see if you can sit one or two steps back from being the actor, from being the breather. Try to sit in a state of observation, witnessing the process of breathing. Add a mantra to the practice if that is part of your meditation practice.
can stay in meditation or you may move to Shavasana.
knee deep in the breath. Take a moment to move in the way that helps you wake the body up and come back into the space. And when you're ready, bend the knees into the chest. Going to one side, come on up to a seated position. 